Although, 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 since you did mention uh, farting, I'm going to go ahead and start out with how my morning started out. And that is uh, the wifey uh, getting up, going to the bathroom, and then coming back to bed, and then asking me to move over a little bit. Uh, not, I was totally on my side of the bed, but she wanted me to move over a little bit because, you know, and she let out a fart that was almost pitch perfect, the most annoying sound in the world. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah. And it was long. <laughs> it was a very long, <laughs> the, the gas, the intensity of the gas it was, was to push it, you over. And it was exactly. Yeah. And, and it, I, we both laughed so friggin' hard. It was yeah. ridiculous. Um, it's it's like my wife says, you know, I owe you one. <laughs> as, as we hear in the background, no. yeah. Wait, wait, I owe you one. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, I do. So for the first, for interest in conversation, they don't live with the, that's thank also God, correct. thank God. Meh, well, uh, see, I like to add that variety. See now we need uh, Ricky. Not, we need Ricky's wife to come on, and we need Robert's wife, wife to come on. Because at this point, exactly, at this point, yeah. at this point, we, we've had we, most wife interactions. Uh, we we should have like an we'll all girls it. chat. No, well, right. that was proposed Women's to us. Kind of chat. Yeah, where all the wives take over. Yeah, well, that was that was proposed to us early on. Uh, oh, we yeah, just haven't true. we just haven't bothered to make that happen. Or dared. Yeah, the husband dared. methane network. But at yeah. least, at least, Je- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jessica has Jessica came on for a, for a whole episode, so that was that was something. So we'll just slowly work out there. And guys, by the way, welcome to the. Uh, I don't even know what episode this is. Twenty eight, twenty nine. Does anyone remember what we do here 29, anymore? Twenty nine, if I'm right. It's been so damn long since we recorded. I'd forgot what we actually do here. Uh, just triple checking. Twenty nine. Okay, I thought we were twenty eight again. I had the same problem on the last one. So episode 29 of the Now You Made It Awkward podcast. And for those who have been here for the last couple months and don't recognize that other voice, that is Mike making That's his right. less than triumphant return. I just like to sluggishly come in. So dragged, dragged myself uh, hand and foot and um, ahoy. So right. Yes. Nice to be back. Is it? <laughs> we'll see. So Mike, Mike has been a part of our ch- our group chat, but just has not necessarily been able to make it to an actual recording due to yeah. scheduling problems and or assholes. Um, <laughs> a little bit from column A, and a whole lot from, from column A. a. Yeah. Whole. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Either way. So of course, like, I, like, that that was nice how you made that work. Yeah. I know. That's yeah. yeah. So either way, so uh, if you want to, you can go look at Mike's stuff at the uh, Comic Relief Crusader links down below. And of course, you can follow me, Shoki, at all the Shoki-related things, also in the description down below. We don't have a Ricky right now because he is, I was about to say on vacation, but no, it's the opposite of vacation. He's at work. I'm thinking ahead of my own vacation. Um, this is vacation from us. Is, yeah, exactly. We've yeah. all we've all had a vacation from each other for the last couple of weeks, <laughs> let's be honest here. And... Uh, and then, of course, we have Dormammu. Hey, wise guy. Hello. How's everybody doing? I didn't miss this. Anyways, uh, you can't fo- you can't technically follow him <laughs> at anywhere except so for here. Really 
Oh god, there's two of them now. Why is cause, why is why am I got stupid shit popping up on my computer? Hold on. So, no, I I don't I don't agree to this. I'm closing this down. Screw you. I don't want it happened. I'm not using your stupid VPN, Kaspersky. I already pay for one of those. No, nope. but you're wanting Kaspersky because uh, you know. Well, Russians need to know what you're doing all the time. They already know, along with the Chinese. Yeah. Either way. Um, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, like I said, Ricky's not going to be here, but you can follow all the work that he does for Nerd Rage Radio over on Facebook, where he makes their promos. And, of course, you can catch him Friday nights at the Realm Hatton Project on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, where he talks shit with other people. That's not us. You know, so we don't get invited on that show. No, we don't. That's kind I'm, of... I'm feeling rather insulted. As well, you should be. But you're Canadian, yeah. so that's I just get onto the default. chats and, and 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 I get to be arrogant there. Oh, oh, there you go. You're not arrogant here though. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm I'm too polite to be that upset. So Really? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um so either way, um well basically because uh things have been a mess for a while, we haven't been able to record and uh due to scheduling either work or vacation because I just came back from essentially a week-long vacation with Miss Shoki for her birthday. Have you? Yes. Uh, so you Looked lovely. Yeah. So I'll do a quick recap of that, and then we can move on to uh, greater topics, uh, because we have TV and all kinds of other nonsense to catch up on now. And not a giant amount of time to do it in, but we'll do what we can here. So um, basically, we went to San Antonio and Austin for a few days, just kind of bounced around Texas, spent a bunch of money. Um, we went and saw the Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of museum thing in San Antonio, mm -hmm. which uh, seemingly has more actual square footage than the Alamo, which is right next door. Um, so, you know, fuck history. We got cool shit to look at, uh, <laughs> which actually that's not a huge lie because we found out that they actually tore down the original wall around the Alamo you know, mission and moved really? it. Yeah, they actually moved it to make room for more shops and nonsense. Wow. Yeah. They put I mean, a basement in this time? I don't even know. I don't think no. there's basements anywhere anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, Pee-wee. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. Gets it where's, where's the basement to the Alamo? Yeah. There is none. It's there's only an attic. Shout out to Large Marge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. There, there's only an so, attic. Well, well, wait a minute. Uh, like, is the actual like this is the actual wall from like you know the original? Yes. Like the original wall. The original like, wall. They so they they tore really it down and moved it. Damn... It's got initials yeah. on it that say David Crockett was here. No, it doesn't. The inside so, wall might. So, so not not the not the preservation. Yeah, Let's but make room for more. You know, more shops. Shopping. They literally yeah. put in more shops and they, new they streets. They couldn't do it on the other side so, of the wall. No, where there's more room. Well, yeah, because in wow. well, it's inside the wall would be hard, you know. And so when I was a kid going to the Alamo, I took, we have pictures somewhere in my mom's uh, million photo books, right. and uh, I remember like be, the whole kind of mission being there, you know, the remaining walls, the other like uh, quarters for like uh, whatever you would call them, not monks, but the word I'm looking for there, you know. Uh, but Freeze. you the other quarters around there and you can see like the huge trees that have been there for like several hundred years, you know, that kind yeah. of stuff that still had cannonballs and whatnot in them. And now you walk up and you almost don't even notice that it's there at all. 
Like, wow. it's just sort of, oh, oh, hey, there's a thing here. And, you know, because now it's right in the middle of a city center uh, with a mall off to one side, legitimately, Ripley's, believe it or not, across the street, uh, a whole bunch of shops and uh, some of the buildings have been there a while. But, like, I don't remember mm-hmm. any of it being like that as a kid or even the wow. last time I went as a early 20s or, you know, like, I think the last time. Uh, last time I was essentially in that part of San Antonio, I think was sometime around oh two, oh four, you know. So late late teens, early twenties, you know, probably when I was twenty, realistically. So oh, how dare you get upset at progress? Shit, I didn't even know that's where the Alamo was. Oh, like, no, I mean it's a very good question. This is this is a this is actually a pretty good question. Yeah. yeah. I grew up in New York City, but I never really went to I never went to the Empire State Building until I was no longer living in New York. Really? Finally, I went oh, yeah. as a visitor to as a New tourist. York City yeah. and went and saw it as a tourist. So it, do you do you both? I mean, this is really for you both because I, I don't know, but it seems like most people they don't care about the tourism stuff until they actually become tourists. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Own, that does make town. sense. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, because like right here, uh, you know, being being very close to Calgary, like, you know, 40 minutes away. I mean, we've been here for over 10 years and not once have we ever gone to the Calgary Stampede, you know, which is like one of the biggest shows on Earth. right? Yeah. It's, everybody it's knows like, about you know, that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, never have. And, you know, uh, every year my wife and I talk about it, it's like, you know, we should really just check out the Stampede. Right. Because it, it is huge. It's 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 humongous it's fun right but never have so no i mean i can i can relate well it's like the texas state fair i've never been yeah really never been there wow. hey, baby. yeah because that's like really fun from what i hear hold on hold on guys what, and, what? see i've been like i've gone to the north carolina one but that's okay. because i was actually living in raleigh so it wasn't like you it, and it was something you really couldn't kind of miss right, right. so Love you, babe. Yeah, no, it's really, it's really weird. It's like you know uh, how you kind of take for granted, um, you know, a lot of the fun stuff that's kind of around and just yeah, yeah, because there's there's because you're just so you figure, eh, I'll get to it later. Yeah, I live, I live here. It's not going anywhere, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, also, you know, to be fair, until you move, and it's like, yeah, man, I really wish I did. (laughs) Until there's a mini mall surrounding it. And (laughs) and, exactly right. And to to walk my way into a pun. To be fair, I don't live anywhere near. To be fair. fair. To be fair. Uh, I don't live anywhere near where the Texas State Fair happens. So I would be a tourist going to it, but in the greater sense of shit that has always happened in Texas, I've never right. been. But like, where is that, by the way? I think north of Dallas, somewhere there, Arlington-ish area. Oh, really? I think I'm pretty sure. Um, because they sell propane and propane accessories. No, that's in Arlen. Oh right, yeah, and which does not exist. <laughs> Arlen, Arlen is not an actual city in Texas for anybody who's watched King of the Hill and what? wondered. Damn it, Bobby! How come there is no black Arlington? Arlen, Arlington is a place. Arlen is not. Either way, um, but see, like, but like Houston, you know where I grew up. Did all yeah. the all the touristy kind of things, you know. Mm. Uh, went to Astros games. Went to Astro World. R.I.P. Uh, also, Astros kicking ass leading up to the World Series. Just mm. kicked kick the ass out of the Yankees three games in a row. 
Um, Congrats. Shutout. Shutout last night, which was awesome. Um, three shutouts, if I remember correctly. It was Either way, it doesn't matter. So uh, we went to the zoo, went to the museums, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, even now, we'll still go do that. You know, we're just north of Houston, so it's not like we're really technically out of the metropolitan area, as it were. So right. we still go do those things every now and then. And there's so much more to see now, so much more to uh, visit, you know, especially when it comes to, like, breweries and food and things like that. But, like, even here locally, there's things I've never done in our our small city, you know. So it is kind of like that. It's like I'm willing to drive, you know, travel a few hours to go do some cool touristy stuff, but I'm not willing to drive 10 minutes to go do it. You know, a whole new world. Shut up. No. I knew I knew where I was going when I said all that stuff. I was trying to steer away from it. It is like a whole new world. Okay. Yeah. So but leading up to going out of town. Uh, we went to the Texas Renaissance Festival, which is local to us. So that is one of the big uh, draws for this area. And uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a very long day, though. We were there till about 8 p.m. Complete with uh, Black Plague and leech healing? Uh, no, because COVID has moved on. Uh, the COVID, uh, the COVID season was actually pretty bad for them. They really got devastated because nobody know. could come in he, from out of state. He does it all for the winches. Yes, do it uh, all for the winches and, and, and the mead. Don't forget that. Actually, I did not have any and mead. Have one without the other. I actually had no mead this year because the prices yeah. went through the fucking roof, dude. Like know, right? uh, for one of their own in-house brand meads, like the bottle alone was forty-four dollars. Hmm. That's Damn. but Jeez. it's but it's like a twenty-two dollar bottle in store. Like if I went to Specs to go get it. So the price makes you want to go drunk, but you can't get drunk because of the price. Wow, what a catch-22. Yeah, I mean, realistically, (laughs) like, we we bought a couple things there. Uh, You know, I I think I sent you guys a picture of the uh, Damascus axe that I bought, or hatchet. Um, But, like, most of the money we spent was on food and alcohol, you know. Mm. And uh, there will be a video going up on my third channel at some point of me ending up on stage during one of the comedy performances. Um, so I priceless. So, yeah. Uh, yes. So, uh, so it was an, and it's an adult comedy show, so you can know that it will not be PG. You know, there, there will be, there will be hip thrusting. There, there, there will be uh three men surrounding my, my wife standing on tables, you know? Well. So yeah, well, that's what happens when she tricked me into getting on stage. So I had to embarrass her back the other way. So, Ah, so it's a win-win. Um, yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. Yep. So either way, so that was a whole lot of fun. Left out of there tired. We did San Antonio mm-hmm. for three days, uh, just kind of doing some touristy stuff on her birthday. We went down to the Riverwalk. For those who've never done it, that is a huge tourist slash nightlife area. So you know, you literally walk along the river that had, you know originally cut through. You know, and the town was built around it. Right. Um, we did a riverboat ride where, you know, you basically roll through the whole path, you know, and you get to see history and whatnot. Deep um, in the heart of Texas. Pretty much, yes. And uh, we went to dinner for her birthday at a place called the Iron Cactus, which mm-hmm. um, is apparently like a top five tequila bar in the U.S. Oh, yeah. And I got some really, really nice tequila, which uh, meant that I was not going to be leaving our vacation without buying a bottle of it. Um, so before we left Austin, I remembered cause you know, that was our last day in San Antonio. So when we right. moved on to Austin, I went to a specs on our way home and found a bottle of this tequila, which is known as Clase Azul. 
And, uh, well, I didn't buy that bottle. I bought the one next to it, which is... Nope. <laughs> That's about Was that why. Class B Azul? Nope. It's it's classy <laughs> it's classy Azul Gold, which is their blended oh. version. It, so it's actually their for anybody who knows how alcohols tend or actually for anybody who knows how tequilas work, you start out with the basically what they call uh silver, which is non aged at all, basically fresh out of the barrels. Just boop, here you go. Then you get into Reposados, which are roughly uh, six months, give or take, aged. And then you get into the Añejos, which are aged uh, over six months to a bit over a year. What the gold is, is a blend of their three different levels. So it's it's super premium. But there is one level above that. I didn't bother to read what its name was because I saw the price tag. So I went down the middle of the prices and got the gold, which is what I'm sipping right now, actually, mm-hmm. as we speak, because it's mine and I'll fucking drink it. There and we go. it is insanely smooth. Like, who knew you mm-hmm. were such a the good stuff? Usually, is exactly. Yeah. Well, I became a I became a slight connoisseur due to a friend of mine, which I talked about before. After he got his third DUI, he ended up having to quit drinking, like one should. Oh, but not just a connoisseur, a yeah. surly connoisseur. <laughs> Shut up. There we go. So uh, he taught me about the differences between tequilas and stuff like that. And then I ended up inheriting half of his tequila collection. And now knowing what I like flavor wise, which is important when it comes to them, whether they were made in the highlands or the lowlands, you know, depends on where, the, how the flavor is. It's pretty cool. It's, it's in, it's in the soil realistically. Nice. So, yeah. But anyway, going on, moving from that. It's mo- in the soil. And the firing, firing. There's all. There's actually a series on Netflix where they actually yeah. show how that's done. It's pretty amazing stuff. Yes, yeah. it's, it's really freaking cool, and it does affect the flavor. And most people don't even know any of that. That's true. It's the same thing with potatoes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, basically, so, any t- anything that grows in the ground, any plant, really. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, either way, uh, amazing stuff. And uh, shout out to Iron Cactus for being a really awesome restaurant and a great bar. But we happened to be in there while there was also a huge party going on, a quote unquote meeting. Uh, of what seemed to be either a company called CIA Texas or it was legitimately like the CIA local branch that was having a huge get together in there. They took up like half the restaurant. Um, but the good thing is we went in there a little earlier than we had planned. We planned to go back to the hotel, change it, get dressed up nicer and come back. Thank God we didn't because by the time we left after our dinner, the line was like 90 people long going out the door. Oh, wow. Um, and we only had a 20 minute wait while, whenever we first showed up. So That's really nice. The cheesecake factory. <laughs> kind of, but, uh, way, way, way better than cheesecake factory. Yeah, so, um, places way, way better. yeah. And then on our way out of San Antonio, uh, I stopped by a, a distillery I'd always wanted to go to. I just had never bothered. It was Ranger Creek. Uh, it was actually a brewery first and then became a distillery hmm. or as they call a brew stillery. And, uh, finally got to try a buttload of their whiskeys that I'd never got to have and stuff like that at literally 10 30 in the morning. Um, and then we drove on and went to a place called the Snake Farm, which is roughly around San Marcos, kind of between Austin and San Antonio. And it's kind of a small private zoo. Uh, was originally, oh, yeah. and if you go way back to some of the early days of Dirty Jobs, you would have seen it featured, where Mike Rowe uh, had to climb into a rattlesnake pit to help 
clean. Yeah. Instead of rattlesnake. That. Yeah. So yeah. that's what made them famous. And literally the last time I went there was with my friends in 2006. Um, so I had not been there in so long. Other than the outside, it was unrecognizable. But we had, wow. a fun, we had a fun time there. But I had to trade off our barbecue stop for that. So, you know, we were going to mm. swing over to Lockhart, which was kind of on the way, but about uh, 20-ish miles out of the way um, right. to go get some really famous Texas barbecue. But I had to trade that for the snake farm, unfortunately. So, yeah. but we ate at Terry Black's in Austin, which is also, you know, I'm sure you guys saw the picture of that, the huge plate of barbecue we had. Um, yeah, that's massive, dude. Cheapers. Yeah. And it wasn't cheap. <laughs> you know, most good barbecue isn't. And uh, so we had been to the one in Dallas on our previous vacation. And it was fantastic. So there's only the two locations. So I said, screw it. Let's see which one's better. And I think, technically speaking, the Dallas one is just a, a hair better. Just a hair better. But the food is still I'm amazed fantastic. that your colon can keep up. I mean, it's still catching up. Let's be honest here. No, oh, wow. You get, For everything you get people wanted to know. They yeah. went on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. I mean, like, the, the wife has commented recently, like, why are you pooping so much? And I'm like, do you not remember how much we ate? I was like, I yes, meat sweats. Uh, there I'm were meat sweats. The meat sweats. There were meat sweats. Um, Look, oh, where did we go? Under my, my red titty, I think it still has some barbecue sauce. Mm. Yeah. Septic tanks, like, please, no more. Yeah, well, exactly. we luckily we don't have septic. We have away. we have sewer. We're good here, so it just takes it away. I don't have to think about it anymore. Um, but no, it's just definitely yeah. we ate we ate so much on this vacation. But I mean, that's half of what you do, right? You know, you're gonna eat, that's drink, close. and see the sights, yeah. right? And we tried to go places we had yeah. never been. Like we have a bad habit of just revisiting the same stuff over and over. So yeah. the whole time we wanted to just go to things we had never done. And so, yeah, see, because that's the thing. If you keep on visiting the same places you've been to over and over again, then it really doesn't feel like a vacation. It just feels like it feels like home. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it's like we exactly. talked about. It's like we were talking about. It's like, do we ever go do the things in our own city, or do we just yeah. go do the same shit we always do? So you're doing the same thing, but in another town, right? That's right. It's just gonna, only going to do these same things. Uh, so when we got to Austin, like I said, we did Terry Blacks. We went back to the hotel. Um. Actually, I guess we checked into the hotel at that point, which was at a conference center, which was different. Um, so, mm-hmm. hey, if uh, TFCon ever wants to come to Texas, uh, that'd be great. Or uh, even BotCon. There's a nice convention center in Austin that looks fairly cheap enough. Uh, so, hey, yeah, let's let's bring some of those conventions over to fucking Texas, please. Um, I, the funny thing is I can't remember the other thing we did um, that mm-hmm. night, which is weird. But the next night, uh, we went to a comedy show at the Creek in the Cave Comedy Club. It's a lot of C's. Uh, but it's like a real, like, small, dank bar that they basically added a stage to. Nice. And uh, it was a show called The Drop-In, which is on a Thursday night at 9 p.m., where comedians just come in and do, like, a five-minute set and try to work out some new material. So mm-hmm. uh, we ended up seeing, I think, close to 15 comedians uh in two hours which was a lot of fun you know and got to see one guy that i've been wanting to see for a while i was introduced to him on uh tim cast irl his name is jimmy or not jimmy jamie kilstein um and he's real funny he's a little manic 
He's got a lot of podcasts, which is also funny. He's got a bunch of podcasts. Uh, but he was really funny, and he was working on new material because he's he's discovered where he actually lies in the political spectrum. So, like, he's trying to add some of that to his new routines. Um, and it's it's pretty funny because he pokes, he pokes fun at both sides to try to engage in actual discussion, you know. So stand in the middle and poke at both sides until they start talking at each other about how ridiculous both sides are um, is really what he was getting at. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and then basically from there, the only other thing I wanted to do in Austin that we did not get to because it was just too far out of the way was go visit the family business beer company, which is owned by Jensen Ackles okay. of Supernatural fame. Nice. Hence, wow. where the, hence where the name comes from, family business. Um, so it's just too far out of the way. It's located in Dripping Springs, which is a decent drive in the wrong direction from where we were. So I'll have to make a different trip to get out there. But I've, I wanted to try their beers. Plus, you know, there's the pretty good opportunity that they'll have the car known as Baby parked out front mm-hmm. uh, because Jensen got to take it home with him after the fact. Um, also, uh, I am aware, leading into some of our other shit here, I am aware that the show of the Winchesters has begun, but I am not watching it because I have no access, I don't think. And I'm not too interested, but I'll wait for a couple episodes to come out and then see some reviews and see what people are talking about about it. That's mm. the Supernatural prequel that I brought up yeah. a couple times being produced basically by Jensen and family. Um, so either way, that's basically been how the last crazy week and a half, two weeks has been other than. Uh, just rolling through double October. I'm nearly, nearly done with my October stuff. Here we are almost at the end of October. I'm still trying to wrap up the last few things. Actually, I had to pause a video that was exporting to record this. So I'm still working on content. Oh, I did want to show you guys, uh, you guys here. Let me turn my camera back on cause I, I got it in. So this is a, a custom thing that one of my subscribers sent to me. Um, we talked about it ahead of time, and he said he wanted to uh, he wanted to make something cool to commemorate the fact that this was the last double October as it sits. So he's gotten into a certain um, other fandom and in modeling and stuff like that, and he decided to create this thing as a weird fusion of things. Oh. So oh, that's kind of cool. This is actually is cool. this is an upscaled 3D print of a specific line of miniatures, and then customized to be, uh, as he called it, Commander Shoki, right? With some uh, Gundam Double O styling and a couple of things added on to yeah, it. Yeah, look so, at that head. Look yeah. at that head on that. Yeah, it looks just like him. There yeah. So actually, what was supposed to happen with that was uh, I was supposed to do a 3D scan of my head and face. And send it to him, and he was going to print it and add it on there, but uh, could not get it right. Like tried a few it's, times, just couldn't get it right. It almost looks like a Buzz Lightyear Zangief. Yes, it, it actually yes. does. But the funny thing it's is, there, he did send alternate heads so I could choose the one that I liked best. <laughs> yeah, and one of them really looks like really looks like Zangief. It's really funny. Um, it's like to infinity and beyond. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was I did have to do some repairs on it when it came to me because it is a resin 3D print, and even though he oh, yeah. packed it really well, stuff broke off. So oh, I've, I've had to get hands-on with this thing uh, more than just doing the review. 
and yeah. uh so that was that was fun quote unquote that is pretty cool but uh as as a an original piece made to commemorate something i've done i feel very awkward about it you know yeah. it's like you know because when you're on this side of the camera half the time you feel like what you do doesn't matter to people and then yeah. someone wants to do something special for you because of what you've done and you just feel almost icky about it it's just like it's like it's great and all but like i don't know how to feel you know it's weird just feel honored i mean you i feel work into it so i mean yes somebody's life and they cared enough about what you do to send you something awesome like that yeah I mean, like, I'd, I'd be humble. Yeah, you've touched somebody's kids, and their their kids in turn have touched you. That's right. That's it's not true. The, it's all about the touching. Shout because, out to School of Rock. Sorry. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to School of Epstein. Anyways, uh, uh, this is not true. FBI. Rob is lying. <laughs> add, in, add in disclaimer right now. Yes, add in disclaimer, FBI, CIA, all these people. Oh, never mind. They don't care. What are we talking about? No, never mind. No, no, this they don't they don't go after people for those kind of things. Never mind. Either no, way, no, so I would never touch anyone in that fashion. Exactly. Um I did get some stuff in, but no point in talking about that right now because we're probably still gonna record another episode tomorrow. But um let's just roll over to Mike since Mike hasn't existed in, in this space in three months. So give us a give us a, a quick roundup and update on what's going on in your life since you've been Let's gone. Let's see. Yeah, three since months and gone. quick. It's like a like an oxymoron almost. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you know, still working. Uh, which is good. Shift work, which is good. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> where I'm at, it's, it seems like you know, the workers are rising up because the cost of living is going up exponentially. Yep. So, oh yeah. So there's been lots of uh, grumblings and whatnot. So, um, yeah, uh, the the getting the house thing has been put on uh, temporary hold because right now up here in the beautiful country of Canada, uh, interest rates have gone up to five point two five percent. So, and, yeah, and still rising. So this has yeah. affected rent costs like crazy because yep. essentially you can't really find anything decent for under 1500 1750 at least yeah. it's happening you know? here too it yeah. i, I had oh, no this, i believe it yeah so i had this discussion last night with with friends of ours who we went to go hang out with and watch yeah. the game and they went from from one rent house and because their yeah. family was growing they moved to another rent house that's newer and nicer and bigger but the cost is significantly more. Um, and our own rent here went up by over a hundred dollars. Oh, so in one year. So, wow. I mean, the housing crisis, like just being able to rent is not a fix. It's actually worse because now you can't afford to buy a house because the interest rates are going through the roof yep. Two, two, they're overcharging for all the houses in the first place. And then yeah. if you go to rent, all the rent prices have gone up exponentially for the same reason. So right. your option is pay for some, pay for that, pay for this, or pay for that, and can't afford any of it. So no, exactly. Um, so live in the well, pod, now, live in the um, pod, eat the bugs. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. So yeah, so we're you still will own here nothing. With our son in his basement apartment. Mm. So 
you know, uh, at least it's something as much as I, you know, grumble about it, um, you know, because, I mean, the former place that we were at was like, you know, eight years. So after eight years, you accumulate a lot of stuff. So, yeah. You know, as, as as cramped as it might be here and there, we are making it work. So, um, you know, just got to keep on praying and hoping that uh, something comes around, you know. Did, did the fund uh ever pay off like the yes um because i know you, it, st- you had did... the car problems too uh, yeah all kinds uh, of other issues yeah so there was a church that stepped up and said you know what hey uh we'll help you with uh getting your car fixed up because oh nice aside from the rear heater coil that needed replacing apparently the water pump in the front was extremely loose and that needed replacing mm. and um and then uh what was it one of the front calipers were pretty loose so uh they said you know if that wasn't looked after hail your wheel could have just flew right off and you would have ended up in a big accident so that all got fixed up um managed to get four all weather brand new tires on top of that so good the next thing on the list is um you know, replace spark plugs because I know at least two of them are, you know, really need replacing. So yeah. that's not a big deal. Now, when, so. you said, when you said heater coil, do you mean for the engine or for the motor? Yeah. Heater block, yeah. block warmers, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. Basically. So um, we, we don't so. deal with that down here in the South. No, exactly. Right. However, but our know, motors I, just I, freeze. Funny that, <laughs> they just yeah, freeze solid. It's fine. I find it funny whenever you guys down there get, you know, just a little bit of snow. It's like, mm. everybody's like, it's like sheer apocalypse zone panic for you guys right it's like come on well we can deal with the snow oh my gosh it's falling precipitation i know right the sky's falling oh my god we can deal with the snow we can't deal with everything being frozen (laughs) the actual snow is not the problem it's when the world freezes and we lose power is the problem yeah that's right shut up maria surtis you know you don't know what you're yeah Yeah. so shout out to um, europe late friday night it actually snowed a little bit here Mm -hmm. so um other than that uh i have been uh let's see approached by a friend of mine for a business that can actually help people save up to 25 percent on their gas mileage i was about to say car insurance but never mind that's geico oh god no no i'm not gonna go that route no but uh but you know with gas prices rising and whatnot um yeah this is this is a phenomenal product so i'm gonna look into it more i got the product showing up this friday and essentially um it's a octane booster and additive that cleans the fuel Mm -hmm. uh and your engine on top of that so you know it's essentially like a vitamin for your car right so it does it all in one It, it boosts your your fuel efficiency by 25%. So you're going to be saving a lot of money on fuel and, uh, you know, also cleans out, you know, the whole engine block on top of that, you know, while you're using the car. So as you're spending money for gas, you're, it's actually going to save you quite a bit of money because it burns it a lot more cleaner, um, allows the engine to use up all of the fuel, because as you know, uh, normally you don't get that complete combustion. There's always, you know, a bit that doesn't get combusted in your engine. Yeah. So this well, allows it to completely use up the fuel. There's, 
efficiency. There's actually a thing about that mechanically that uh, sometimes there's a uh, what do they call it? Uh, waste. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. I was thinking. Well, I was thinking it was the other way around. It's not. It's not from the fuel. It's from the spark where they do waste yeah. waste spark uh, ignition, which is actually your ignition fires even though there's nothing going or it's on the other side. It's on the exhaust side of the uh, compression cycle. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it's like they wasted the fuel. Also, no, that wouldn't make any sense. You would just douse your fucking thing with that. But one thing, uh, just throwing it out there for people as you're talking about saving inner or saving gas and stuff like that. Um, one, make sure your tire pressures are pro- are at their proper level because a lot of right. people actually run around too low, which actually causes too much friction and actually does mm-hmm. take more power to move your vehicle. And exactly. I had to I had to deal with that last week because my car hadn't been driven in over a week and the temperatures got cooler. So I actually had to air up my tires. They were over 10 PSI low. Um, yeah, because because usually you can lose up to two pounds per month. Yeah, just and sitting. also, you know, seasonal temperature changes and whatnot, right? Yep. And then on, to- on top of that, uh, the biggest reason that you have tire blowouts is actually because your tires are underinflated. Yeah. And actually caught the extra friction due to that and then the extra space taken up by lack of air actually causes them to heat up more, which causes them to overexpand and explode. That's what happened way back in the day with the whole Firestone yep. uh, issue. If, it, if you guys remember that from like the late 90s where Firestones were exploding and they were having rollovers for SUVs. And actually, fun fact, not to interrupt your story too far, uh, the reason that happened was actually not on Firestone. It was on Ford. It was on Ford. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know this because it just never got out there. <laughs> Ford actually, and huh, no, actually, it's on the customers themselves who complained about road noise. So the tires were loud, but they were good enough to hold the things up. So their solution to fixing the road noise was to underinflate the tire, so that yeah. people would stop bitching about it. So they even changed the PSI rec- uh, requirement on the tires, uh, yeah. and so people started underinflating their tires. And did exactly what happened there. Tire mm-hmm. tire blew out. Some vehicles rolled over. So, yeah, that's what happened there. But on top of that, check your air filters, um, stuff like that. Because, you know, the the harder your car has to work to suck in air, that's you know, right. the the more gas it's going to use as well. I need to actually... I'm, I'm doing all this advice for myself, too, because I need to go clean my air filter, in fact. Because um, I've, I've felt it recently with the temperature changes, like oof, I got I got to clean that air filter. So yeah, exactly. You know, just a little car maintenance tips here and there. You know, and remove excess weight because that, that too. If so, you got uh, junk, if you yep. just have crap laying around your car That's that right. you don't need, toss it out. You know, it out. If, if it's warm and you don't need that spare tire necessarily, just toss it out. Um, <laughs> just joking. So so, so yeah. So continuing so I'm the uh, the product on Friday, I'm going to check it out and uh, I will let you know how that goes because if I can help you guys save money, um, you know, or anybody listening, then you know, hey, I will help you guys out because you know time's going to be really tough, especially coming over this winter. Yes, know? yeah, this so, winter this winter is going to be tough for everybody. Yeah, uh, let's see. So there's that. Um, plus, on top of that, I have been commissioned to do a um an animation for a well-known youtuber um not me not you no uh this one is in the <laughs> tens of thousands so hey i'm almost there although you're I'm getting so, there i'm yes, so close you're getting there. 95 ish um, yeah so um no but uh i was hired by a guy um who is also on the panel of this you know one youtuber uh and they want it done in the uh, the old filmation style, 
you know, like like say Star Trek the animated series from the seventies or oh yeah yeah right. So so it needs to look you know cheap. <laughs> so because as you know, animation usually deals with twenty four frames per second. Mm. Filmation cut it in half and did it twelve. Yes, right. So you know it has to be you know kind of like slightly cheap. It's an, it's animated on the twos. That's right. So uh, so I've already done uh, two of the character designs for this person. Uh, right now, going to be working on the background and then see. And they want this all done before Christmas, right? So I, how how long of a yeah thirty seconds? <laughs> no, I'm saying is it like thirty some odd seconds, like an intro? Um, yeah, for each clip. Well, it depends on um, you know what I can get done first of all. Okay. And uh, you know what kind of uh, movements they're looking to get done on top of that, right? Because it's a lot of drawing and a lot of frames that um, you know that you have to draw out, really. So I'm hoping to get it done, God, as soon as possible. See, I still have to price out how much it's going to be um, mm-hmm. per clip, right? Because here's the thing where this is all freelance and a freelance animator usually can make anywhere between, <laughs> uh, and I'm chuckling here, 50 to like $3,000 per clip, mm-hmm. right? Say, yeah. say for, you know, one minute, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I obviously want to, you know, charge accordingly, you know. Uh, because it is it is my expertise on the line, although I've never done animation. But, you know, what is animation but just a series of drawings put together, right? Yeah. So, you know, essentially that's all that it is. So um, doing that, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, uh, the feedback that you get, it's like, oh, my God, you know, the people I'm showing this, you know, because there are other people on this panel. Uh, whenever this guy does, you know, a panel on i suppose it's now wednesdays because he used avid on today but uh so far everybody's liking the results it's like super that's awesome you know that's great um so hopefully word gets around about that and uh business starts picking up as well so uh, other than that, I really haven't been ordering any <laughs> any figures lately, obviously. Uh, but uh, yeah, so well, you know. But I, I, I watching did. A lot of shows. I did want to say. I did want to say something on that on that particular note. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a lot of things on pre order from BBTS. Oh yeah. And it's well, one thing I actually need for next week, and it has not come in yet. Unfortunately, the way BBTS and Bandai work, a lot of their shit doesn't come in when they say it should. Uh, On top of that, it looks like a lot of my leftover, surprisingly, August, September, and October pre-orders might all be slamming together here in the next two weeks, which is going to be bad for my uh, pocketbook. Um, But one thing that is interesting, excuse me, and and, uh, other people have taken note of this, the... Uh, Hasbro Power Rangers slash Street Fighter crossover figures, at least the first two with Ryu and Chun-Li, that were supposed to come out in January and February, respectively, are processing right now for pre-order. So, for some reason, Hasbro has knocked them, like, four months ahead. Wow. It's weird. Um, Now, mind you, BBTS's time frame is always a little different. 
And then, of course, sometimes if you order shit on Pulse, God knows when you'll get it versus when you pre-ordered it from elsewhere. But I was really surprised to see both of those figures being processed at the same time so early. Um, yeah, so, in theory, go. those will be coming in here in the next couple of days. Yay. I um, do know my, uh, my Quintesson Prosecutor will be coming in December. Mm, so. Very nice. Make sure you change yes. your uh, delivery address. Um, that's a sub. Still the same P.O. box number. Oh, it's still P.O. box. I got you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's that's lucky if it's a P.O. box. So, um, the other thing is, is like, uh, there's a statue that came in a little early that uh, is now sitting in my thing. I was like, fuck. Okay, so that was 80 bucks. I didn't expect to come out right in the middle of vacation. Um, but luckily, that was going on the credit card. <laughs> um <laughs> just like everything else big at this point. So now I'm worried that I'm literally going to get slammed with like all of my biggest stuff, essentially uh, earlier than expected. Um, but I'm, I'm working. Luckily I had money saved up before vacation. So in, in, for those who don't, well, there's no way a lot of people would know this. My company that I work for pays us in advance for our vacations, not the week of our vacation. Huh, so that's, when you come back, you have no paycheck for a week. Um, but wow. you have double paycheck two weeks ahead. So if you're smart, <laughs> you'll set that money aside like I did. I actually put that money in my savings. And then I got my quote-unquote Best Buy savings payment. Um, so long story short, uh, actually, it's just a short story. Uh, I set up auto pay for my Best Buy credit card however many years ago. And then they changed a lot of the systems. So I literally can't turn it off. So Bummer. it keeps getting paid in, but then I get a check back after a few months. So at the same time, I got my vacation check. I got an extra $300 check from Best Buy and all that went into savings. So my yeah. bank account was topped off. So I was good there. So basically I'm going to pay off the credit card with my savings that I purposely put away for that reason. So it won't just get slammed after slammed after slammed. And then just, I ended up with two grand on there in a month and a half, you know, mm. I could pay it down quick enough to kill some of that interest rate. Yeah. Cause, Cause I also use it while we were on vacation to gain points um, for like for her birthday uh, dinner. I got like 200 some odd points just for paying for the dinner uh, nice. on the credit card. I was like, sweet. I was like, I don't, I don't, cause I use it wrong. Like I don't use the points or I don't, use it for things that would earn lots of points. Like I'm stupid yeah. when it comes to that. So coincidentally, you know, I got double points because of, uh, the, I guess, whatever the classification of the dinner was. So I got double points on it. Mm. So that was nice. Um, ultimately I wanted to save up, save up points and then, uh, try to apply it somewhere else. I probably end up just using it to make another credit card payment. Ironically. Yeah. Um, but like, um, I'm still waiting on my new age pre-orders. Like, you know, because you're talking about your prosecutor coming in sometime soon. And, like, yeah. I've got uh, one of the other Grimlocks, um, the RC, and then, a, you know, a couple of the other things all on pre-order. And none of them have come in. Neither has Hudson from NECA. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, okay, all this stuff that I've seen other places get, like, a month ago haven't arrived at BBTS. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, I don't know if it's just, like, Bobby talked about. Uh, not long ago where basically because of the volume BBTS does, they basically just get full on shipping containers Yeah, and basically it doesn't ship until that container is full. 
So in theory, that's why a lot of stuff just slams all at once because they don't bother, you know, whereas smaller companies will buy into someone else's shipping container to, to pull their stuff over faster. Like, you know, chosen prime and, and people like that, you know, the, that's the way they function. Cause they don't have enough volume to justify their own shipping container. They just hop in on someone else's and just pay their, their corner of it, you know? Whereas yeah. BBTS is dealing with two or three tra- or two or three containers at a time to fill completely, and then they ship it all at once. So um, it, it's it's both a great way to have security for getting what you want, but terrible for getting it when you want it on time. Yeah, you know, yeah. and when you're a reviewer and you depend on this kind of shit, it's like it doesn't matter what you paid in shipping as long, if it ain't <laughs> yeah. in the U.S. yet. You know, well, exactly right. So uh, let's. See what else has been going on? Oh yes, our our firstborn has returned from college from Michigan. So ah. we're quite glad to have her back in the country. Um, so she is staying with a bunch of friends in Calgary. So thank God. That's good. <laughs> she's she's thank God she's out of the you know U.S. And I don't mean to make it sound like the way it kind of sounds, but you know it's. When she's been gone for like you know a little over two what, years. What do you mean, Mike? Everything's fine here. It was in Michigan. Come on, Michigan's not that bad. Yeah, uh, from what I've been hearing, it's pretty bad. I mean, parts on of and it. off, on and off. I mean, yeah, certain fair. particular cities are terrible, but I mean, yeah. ultimately the state well, is she was pretty in good. So you know, her oh. you know, kind of okay. Yeah, that's not too. Sort that's not of. terrible. I mean, especially being a college. I mean, I. In theory, that's yeah. where most of the damage would get done, anyways. But that's oh, more yeah. mental, less less risky on the inside. Oh, exactly uh, right. And so, you know, you, when you're a dad, you worry, right? You know. So I, I don't. I don't worry yet, Mike. <laughs> I'm not a dad yet. We're, get there. we're working on it. Just keep trying. Yeah, we're trying. Never, never stop trying. Though, though, last night at my friend's house was definitely a. Uh, uh, a a lesson in limiting our amount of children. Ah, there you go. Right. <laughs> because uh, between between you don't want to overexceed your carbon footprint. Well, no, not not that. <laughs> it's just that the the sheer chaos of having at least five children, and I say at least because not all of their kids are under the same roof at the same time, uh, including all the way down to a little over a year old baby. You know, all the way up yeah. to an eighteen year old. You know, all under the house at one time, and that's not even all of the kids. It was like sheer chaos, basically. Um, it's like, yeah, I think I'll be good with one. Yeah, like, if we get the one, I'll be okay. It's like yeah. I, I know how to deal with an only child. Um, it's like, but I, I always told Jessica, it's like, if we're having kids, we're gonna have one or we're gonna have three. I'm not gonna deal with two. It's like two is like a rivalry. Three, at least you get middle kid syndrome. Hmm. Yeah, you want to. Yeah, you got. You have to. Yeah. You have. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go that far, it's like, well, we might as well just have three, because right. that way, that way, the middle one gets completely neglected. Exactly. Yeah, you got to have that. Yeah, that's you, that's you how they. Do. That's how they evolve as an anime character. Yeah, that's right. They they either are going to be terrible. Yeah, so they they're either going to be motivated by the attention the oldest and the youngest get to be yeah. better, and then completely leave the family and do things completely opposite. So therefore, they become a Hokage or whatever, or they're an only child who has no friends and then has to do something to stand out and becomes exceptional in their own way. Or that. Yeah. So you can't um, you can't have an even number. That's that's my point. I'm getting at. 
Yeah, true. That just turns that turns to pure rivalry. Uh, let's see what else has been going on. Uh, other than that, yeah, just watching quite a few shows. Like uh, I don't know, Man versus B with Rowan Atkinson. That was like hilarious. It was like ten. Oh, 10, Man versus B. Okay. Yeah, ten. I've 10 heard episodes. of this. Just short, and you know what? Hilarious. Just funny. Yeah. Classic, classic Rowan Atkinson. Hold on, just um, a sec, Mike. Are you back yet, Rob? Maybe not. Okay, I wasn't sure if he was back yet or not because he hasn't said anything for quite some time. <laughs> so I was just checking on him. Uh, let's see. There was there was another series, another short series that um, that the wife and I watched, which was um, what was it called? Awake. Oh, um, I've heard yeah. That. Which was yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was pretty good. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it at first, but uh, yeah, about basically this female lawyer, and she finally hears back from her estranged mother in the Northwest Territories, which you know, while they're filming it, looks absolutely nothing like the Northwest Territories. It's more like you know, the rainforest of British Columbia. Um, is, so is that is that not in the Northwest? No. That's northeast, right? Most of the north, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I was, I was like, I, I learned my Canadian geography from you, Mike. <laughs> so, yeah, most of the Northwest Territories is like you know, you you start getting. I assume it looks like Alaska, realistically. You know, uh, no, no, not really, not really. Well, okay, maybe maybe a little on the south, uh, you know, of the Northwest Territories, you know, because you got a lot of forest up northern Alberta and whatnot. You do have some. But it starts to turn into Arctic tundra, mm, yeah, really quickly. You know, well, that's why eighty percent of Canada is non-inhabited. Well, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is why they need to drill that's for oil different. everywhere. There you go. Um, Fuck your no, trees. It was, it was we need oil. It was, it was like a really good kind of survival show, but also of this character reminiscing of, you know, her growing up and going through life and you know relationships and whatnot and really re reevaluating everything that she's done up to a certain point and you know how she really wants to live and uh no it's pretty good i'd, I'd check it out awake where is on, it uh, on netflix okay yeah so i thought i'd seen it um the funny thing is like part of it sounds like the concept of alone oh wait a minute wait a minute what was it yeah hold on we watched one we watched a series where uh a chick was it was a series i think it was a movie uh where a chick was going to find her mother or something like that and she ended up in a plane crash in the middle of the woods and trying to survive and going through a lot of her memories like that yeah that was it oh that's what it was okay yeah, yeah. okay i didn't remember the name of it was that actually a series yeah. or a or a movie no it's a series okay i guess because i only came in in between things i wasn't sure I the wife you watched that she's called awake or alone it's not alone alone is the show where people get left in the wilderness oh yeah that's right yeah but yeah no it's because she hops onto a plane trying to get to middle of nowhere to visit her quote-unquote mom and yeah. the dudes have like money and all kinds of other yeah, stuff in they're, there they're like you know they drugs. were sm drug smuggling yeah okay so we yeah. did watch that i was gonna say yeah, all so of this sounds familiar it does uh, yeah. and i say we i yeah. meaning i watched it when i came out of here from recording stuff and she was watching it yeah, but um, it was it's it's really it's a really good show. But but have really, you really binge good. watched Letterkenny like everyone else in the in the group here? Oh, come on, like it's Canada. Yeah, I know. What's what's well, funny? Most of it, most yeah. of it. So what's funny is he's Christine living it. Yeah, he's living it. Yeah. But uh, Christine actually uh, messaged me the other day about it because you know we talk about it so often, and yeah. she said it's like I would love to watch more of Letterkenny. I don't have streaming stuff, and only season ten just keeps getting played in repeats right now on actual TV. Yeah. 
which se- which season 10 is great don't get me wrong yeah. um but you know Did you watch I, the christmas I, special yet uh the newest one or the old christmas special uh the old christmas special. yeah i've watched all of, i've watched all yeah, of it and i'm going i'm rewatching it i'm rewatching the whole series again i'm already in season six nice there we go. <laughs> i'm back into so. season six <laughs> it's absurd now mind you i've slept through a couple episodes however i've caught things i've caught things i missed the first go around yeah. like uh certain certain things that people will say that i didn't quite catch like i'm on yeah. the i was watching the easter episode the other day Oh, yeah. And I totally missed what was going on with the skids and why, <laughs> why, why it was important that Rold brought uh, Stewart along, and it's yeah. because he wanted to do a whole zombie themed day, and it took him a while. I was like, I totally missed all of that the first mm-hmm. go around because I was paying attention to what everyone else was doing. Yeah. Um, I've missed some things about. Um, Oh, what's his face? The uh, Glenn. So I missed a few things about Glenn going back through it. I'm like, because I even said to myself, I was like, why is Glenn wearing glasses again when he had eye surgery? And then he actually does make a comment about what happened there. I'm like, oh, okay. I missed this. Yeah, because if you're not really paying attention, you'll miss it. Some of the stuff just goes by so fast. Yeah. And uh, so now I'm back to where uh, Jonesy and Riley have just been brought back in to coach the female hockey team just so they can be a part of it. And that shit is so funny. And I'm going to say this here since you guys have seen this. So, you know, there's like the two chicks who are like the mains from there and they (laughs) go back and forth at each other. Mm -hmm. Though the not the uh, brown curly haired one, because I know each of them is something. And I just forget which one's which the other one that is talking shit. He's got like almost like buck teeth and like braids. Oh, she. And I said this when we were watching it, me and the wife, were watching it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. Oh my God, that is, and I'll say it here, but I'll blank it. Um, that is totally Lacey, which is my yeah. cousin's, my cousin's fiance <laughs> looks and acts just like her, but like, a, but a, a little bit, I don't want to say younger, but, uh, cause uh, she's a pretty big gal. I yeah. mean like height, everything. She's just a big country gal. And right. like, she looks like a skinnier version of her and like a little bit whiter. Like, you know, it's okay. just, it just so funny. I was like, oh, my God, I can't see her as anybody but her now. Um, it's so funny. And uh, I don't know. I, I I rarely will go back and rewatch a series this, this quickly. I literally finished yeah. it, watched Shorzy three times, and mm-hmm. then went back and started over on Letterkenny. It's good, isn't it? It, it's, yeah. it it's, it's so good and so yeah. dumb. It is. And, and it's like, it that's is. the whole point. It's like, yep. it's like, I because we don't get it down here. As far as I know, it's not on actual TV. I don't watch real TV. I would think if anywhere is going to be like TBS or something, yep. but it would be edited. There's no way they're going to allow that oh, many fucks, you know? No, exactly. Um, or some of the uh, more raunchy behaviors, or like blatant drug use. But then again, other shows exist yeah. that do that same thing. All true. And you know, but at the same time, I'm not watching like well-loved shows like The Sopranos or The Wire. But I'm watching Letterkenny. Again, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because have of Canada, you're welcome. Yeah, right. So, um, uh, what was another one? I, uh, the wife and I, we binged watched uh, Somebody Feed Phil. So, Somebody that, Feed Phil, Somebody Feed Phil. Is that, oh, that's on Netflix. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah it's on Netflix. I've never watched so, it, but I've seen it there. It's good, it's a really good show, really, okay. really good show. It's by you know, the guy, the uh, the producer that made uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, mm. and uh. 
it's it's like it's not i mean it's obviously a food show yeah you know that's why i was but, confused by it because I, I was watching chef or yeah uh, or that chef show but uh, it's and it was recommended this one's, actually, this one's actually fun to watch oh yeah it, it really is i i would it's in the sixth season right now the sixth season just came out like a few days ago wow um and actually i have ordered his book because now he has a book now and on top of that um i got him to uh he he autographed it nice oh yeah. so wait is it fictionalized or is it like a no no real okay so i wasn't sure that's yeah. what i was asking so he goes he goes all around the world and okay. uh, you know just picks different spots and whatnot and I got you. uh tries out the local cuisine and yeah. you know, oh it's good yeah i forgot to mention this weeks ago because I, I often forget some of the shit i watch but since we're talking about traveling food shows i believe yeah. it was on because once we really signed up for hulu again i started uh watching fuck that's delicious with action bronson oh yeah um, heard of it. oh it's great it's fucking great yeah. um because it's a very different take on food shows, much like right. uh, somebody feed Phil seems like. Mm-hmm. And if you know who Action Bronson is, you know he's a rapper and whatnot. But he's also a food connoisseur, and he grew up in kitchens. He knows right. how to cook and all these other things like that. And he's also a massive pothead, or at least was. Um, so, but it's it's almost like part of it's like a, f- a food vlog almost. Like oh, they yeah. follow him on tour, and then mm-hmm. at the same time while they're touring in other cities performing. He'll go to spots. He'll go check out restaurants and stuff like that. And yeah. in certain places, they'll go in the kitchen. They'll learn how things are made, stuff like that. Otherwise, they're just ordering like all the best shit off the menu and showing it to you and stuff like that. Right. It's pretty cool. Hmm. And he's got a very different take on stuff. Because if you look at him, if you know who Action Bronson is, you know, he, he was a huge, like, fat dude with a long beard and hair and covered oh, yeah. in tattoos and whatnot, constantly smoking weed. And... Like, you wouldn't think that he has this high, refined taste for things. Like, because he just looks like a slob. Yeah. But he's actually, like, very well-spoken, highly intelligent, and, like, very much about, like, fine cuisine and shit. I mean, he's down Mm -hmm. for, you know, anything to taste good, but he knows his shit when it comes to food. And, like, the show is interesting. I mean, it is fucking, like, dicks in the dirt kind of raw, you know, but that's the way it is. It's just the kind of people they are. They let their personality shine through the show. Right. Um, and they don't have every season on there, but they had to have a, a couple. Cause I think it was a vice. I think it was a vice show. One of those. Um, cause okay. I watched a bunch of it on YouTube and then it disappeared. So I'm guessing it got picked up by legit network and that's what happened. Right. So it's an interesting one. I would recommend that as well. Cause there are places that they go and you're like, okay, I need to go to there. Um, or I want to go to there because he did a few in Canada as well. I also have uh, followed Matty Matheson, if you know him, and he's a Canadian chef, and he also he does an entire series going across Canada. Uh, even but he'll go to like a fish hatchery or a uh, what is the uh, oyster farms up there in Canada, oh, yeah. and like right. show where the food comes from, like at the very base. And then mm-hmm. go all the way to the kitchen cooking it. And he's a very, he's also a very like down to earth, like normal, crazy dude. You know, I think I might have heard of him. Yeah, he's he's pretty cool too. Like, I mean, yeah. but he has got a strong personality mm-hmm. and a very high pitched voice for for a dude his size with a <laughs> weird mustache. Um, but he's super Canadian. <laughs> and then uh, you know, and then 
the new season of Cobra Kai came out, and so we watched that. And mm. uh, I still have yeah. never watched Cobra so, Kai. Is is uh, okay? Sell me on Cobra Kai real quick because I've never watched it. Cobra. Okay, you watched Karate Kid, right? No. Oh God! Really? I have never actually watched all of Karate Kid. Mr. Miyagi. I know. Like I that. know wow. all of it, but I've never wow. watched it. I know everything about it. Your I 80s just, card. For shame. So not only are you a cheap drunk, but you've never watched Karate Kid. When have I ever Damn. said I'm a cheap drunk? Ricky and I did. You guys can say what you want, but it ain't true. Okay, fine. It's like most anyway. of the shit on the internet. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Okay, because 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 Karate Kid is such a staple, uh, so to speak, for you know, for eighties um, you know, pop culture, mm-hmm. right? You know, wax on, wax off. Yes. Blah blah blah. Yep. Okay, do yourself a favor. Watch the three movies. Don't watch the next Karate Kid, and don't watch the Will Smith. Oh come movie. on! I wanted to watch the Hillary Swank one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know not to watch the uh, the Jaden Smith one. I know that yeah, part. No, don't do that. Yeah. Just one because save, it's Jackie Chan, and it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Right? No one and oh. one, one, two, and three are 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 adequate enough. Yes. But really, if you really just want to skip it, just go with one and two, and then you could watch Cobra Kai and get. So is this. is two and inf- yeah. is two influ- influential enough in the canon for for Cobra Kai? It, it two is, is canon. Two is. is canon to the first. Okay. Yes. So, however, if you really want to know, because you know, getting into the you know the last two seasons that are out now, you kind of need to understand three. Okay. Uh, like Karate Kid three. No, right? I, I get what you mean. Yeah. So. Um, no, I mean it's it's really good. It's a really awesome series. I mean, uh, you know, it originally started on YouTube. They really mm-hmm. didn't. It was on YouTube Red it. or whatever. Yeah, they really didn't want to do anything with it. Um, well, YouTube so, YouTube Red failed hard, <laughs> big time. Yeah. Think, think of this well, as the premise. So, so the the original Karate Kid was all about giving a a boy from who was an outsider confidence and also finding a way to fit in to something completely the opposite of where he came from. Yeah, which is Jersey. And essentially beating back his fe- his biggest fears I- and his biggest bullies yeah. um, because it's high school. Yeah. Um, whereas Cobra Kai is basically, what if that same kid basically grew up to be a giant jerk and the bullies were actually so, sort of right? So I, I kind of know the premise because I've seen reviews of the show. Mm-hmm. But I've not like delved into it. Like I know that it follows Johnny, not Daniel. Essentially, Daniel has like the used car salesman shit, and he is more of a jerk. And then, of course, analyzing stuff that happened. A lot of people said this about the the first movie. Is like Daniel is kind of the asshole. It's like he might have been bullied or whatever, but like a lot of the shit he did was pretty assholey even back then not to it, de- ex- yeah, it, de- it, de- it depends on your point of view how well that is the point but this is why the show yeah. changes it up from what i know but yeah. i've never i've never nope. been interested enough in this show to go back and watch the movies is does that make sense like no no that, i mean that makes no, sense. I, I i obviously yeah. obviously like like any other nostalgia head had i seen the karate kid and been in love with it like everyone else then yeah watching it would be watching cobra kai would be essential watching you know yeah. so it's it's hard to want to there's no nostalgia bait there for me you for know you. so yeah. it's yeah. like i have no, to, and i get that yeah and the that's nice that's see, hard the, the nice part about cobra kai and this is really where where i i feel like they've done it they did a very good job is that 
it doesn't require you actually watching the first the first two movies. That's just character establishment. Mm-hmm. Right. If you came in cold, you could watch Cobra Kai and really just and still enjoy it for what it is, it and still enjoy yeah. it for what it is. So, so yeah. the character because mo- it's far enough in the time. It's far enough. W- these actors that are playing their parts are far enough old enough that you can get it without really needing to have that that kick of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Now. Uh, just yeah, because to... because because at the point where you know, I mean, where where the series starts out, it's basically, yeah, this disheveled man that's trying to make his way through life and failing utterly miserably, you know, reminiscing about you know what possibly may have happened in the past that caused things to go wrong for him and yeah. stuff like that, and yeah, yeah. you know, him getting out of it, and uh, yeah, so it's yeah, I I I would tend to agree, it's it. Uh, you know, you really don't need to get into the movies to kind of understand what's going on in Cobra Kai. But, you know, it'll it'll kind of make you want to watch the movies. It's like, oh, really? Because, you know, there's there are flashbacks, of I, course. I was, ba- I was about many. to ask. I was about to ask if there were flashbacks. Yeah, yeah on occasion, right? So it'll, it'll kind of make you want to, yeah, maybe I will check out the movie, you know, just to see. Yeah. You know, what, what kind of happened here? So, okay. yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. And and it does have very positive messages inside uh, in in the series. So, well, yeah, I figured it wouldn't just be all dickheads. No, you know, yeah. it's it's not woke whatsoever. So, I mean, you don't really have to worry about that. What, uh, you know, at all either. Um, no, it's it's essentially a good, well-rounded show. So so question. Yeah. On and I, and I think this is technically something that may or may not be in the works. Um, being on this '80s slash early '90s nostalgia, we have to have a sequel series or movie. Do you think that sh- something like The Goonies hmm. needs a series like this, or does it not matter? That's a I good don't... question. I would say that I, I would I would part of me would 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 say it does not need it because there are things that are there are certain things that are timeless but we all thought that yeah. the same thing out of karate kid and we think the same thing out of a lot of things mm. but here we are where we have very little originality with hollywood yeah we already have one of the really most obsequious show movies that was generated which is willow with a series coming out to disney plus because again originality is non-existent yeah and so if while we might while we as fans or even as connoisseurs uh, or even as 80s kids whatever you want to take it as might say well no it doesn't need it will we see it in our lifetime potentially for the next generation yeah that's possible because again i do feel lack of originality yeah i do feel when it comes to say say the goonies property specifically they're like mm-hmm. i don't know that there's enough bait on there like there was a goonies 2 technically right wasn't there i don't think so no not that or I'm was that of. just in the games that was in the games okay there was, so there, there was, was no a, movie there was for a it plot but no it never yeah. so the thing is about goonies like one it's a treasure hunt to begin with but it's also about you know life moving on and then kind of growing up and maturing whatever nonsense or always staying kids whichever way you want to go with it because it was you know different different levels of that but like i don't know where you know reuniting the cast here would 
there would be no benefit to it because it's like, okay, where where do we go from here? Do we do we do we just like somebody goes and hunts down the ship that's still somehow floating off of, <laughs> off of Oregon, you know, or because yeah, exactly. you know that would still be there. You know, I mean, it, it feels like if you were going to do Goonies again, you would just have to do a whole new story with other people, but under the same concept, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't work to bring back the same people. It's just one of those things that wouldn't make sense. You know, there's no generationalness to this for it to be a continuous story, unless it turns into, like, a national treasure situation where, like, that whole incident turned them into, now, treasure hunters. But without... With, 30 some odd years gap like okay you're gonna have to do a whole lot of exposition to get mm-hmm. us to catch up to that moment where they're now like working against nick cage to recover the secret documents you know actually that might a goonies national treasure crossover movie might be fun not gonna yeah. lie that might actually be fun uh, I'll, I'll wait thanks. well it's better it's better than sean bean coming in as a bad guy again um <laughs> But but Nick Cage needs another reason to dye his hair back as as dark as possible. Um, see, see the, the only way they can even really like honestly well, try to make this work this this is the direction it would go into right here here's what it is right you know you get the gang back oh yeah there's a there's a treasure it doesn't matter if it's the ship or they just happen to find another treasure map or you know whatever something right? yeah but it's gonna end up being something like like on the History Channel. You know of those uh, those two brothers that are in Nova Scotia trying to dig up that that um, that pirate treasure. Sure. You know that's it'll be something like that. Yeah. Or yeah. It's going to basically be another carbon copy of the first movie. Actually, right? damn, I just came and, up, and I just came up with an because, interesting idea. Because it's going to be all about it's it's the lazy writing like and 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 like like our illustrious Time Lord said. It's just it. Hollywood's just got lack of ideas. Yeah, well, in general, it's, yeah, it's lack of originality. It's you so, know, it's just regurgitate, and and no, let's hope it sticks to the wall. Basically, so that's what it is. I just that's thought, why it'll fail. I just thought of just an interesting it. idea. Damn, I don't want. It's like I want to put it out there, but I don't at the same time. It's like, should I write this down and like try to do something with it? But no, I never will. So okay. So just speaking in the treasure hunting world here. Yeah. Okay, so are you aware you're aware of the the re, quote unquote reality show alone, right? Oh yeah. Where they put him out in the wilderness to survive for however long, right? Yeah. So the premise would start out as a show just like that. So you've got all these people out there trying to survive in the wilderness on their own, filming their own experience, blah 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 blah. Yeah. However, one of the people discovers like say a hidden temple like it's just like buried in the woods like what the fuck is this okay and in his, from going on from not just a survival thing now he starts filming the stuff he's discovering like he di- starts di- digging deeper into this thing at the same time elsewhere we're seeing other people also start discovering things related to it like, wait, because, you know, they're all miles apart from each other, right? Right. And then, like, say, maybe say six people, roughly, are left. And they've been out there for 30, 40 days. You know, they're a little haggard and stuff like this. But they've suddenly discovered all this weird shit in this mm. area. 
And ultimately, like, it takes them sort of coming together. Or they run into each other, basically, in because of this stuff they've discovered. And then, you know, just goes from there, either a treasure hunt or aliens or mythological something. You know, but they use it as the self-shot footage, not an external movie footage. Like, it's shot like a show like that would be. Somewhat self-produced, where they're filming themselves doing stuff. Hmm. I don't know. It might be kind of fun. A different different way to shoot a similar kind of story. Maybe. Or it, or maybe like someone has to, they discover it and they're like, okay, I know people must be nearby. Let me see if I can signal someone else. And maybe we can figure this out together. You know? Yeah. Or because like they go into this hidden thing at different entrances, because usually they're up there in Canada in the woods and mountains. You know, maybe they find a different entrance to the same spot. You know? looking for shelter yeah. they end up finding like a a mine shaft but that turns out to not be a mine shaft you know and then they start running into each other i mean obviously you could turn this into a horror movie real fucking easy but like you could. an adventure movie would be a little bit more fun i don't know just an interesting idea because like i don't know maybe hollywood make it happen and do something good with it instead of fucking nonsense that we've been handed speaking yeah, of speaking, maybe. speaking of unoriginal it's... sequels I, I just saw as an advertisement the other day, Creed 3 is coming. Had no idea they were making a third Creed movie, and it's coming. It, it doesn't look terrible. I saw the trailer for it. So, real quick, if you've you've watched the trailer, tell me what plot that is, actually. There's a second one? There yeah, is a second Creed one. Creed 2 is actually yes. pretty damn good. Okay. Yeah, Creed 2 is actually Creed pretty good. Creed 3, tell, tell, me, tell me in... in literally one line what that what the plot actually is from i figured it was rocky not four it don't, it's it's no. not, not what no absolutely not but it is another michael b jordan movie i'm drawing a blank black panther oh yeah it is definitely black panther yeah you're right it is the same premise as black panther because it, you it have is a funny. best friend coming out of prison he's watched He's watched Apollo Creed's kid do all this great stuff as a boxer, and now he's coming back for what is his. What he feels is his, yeah. Mm-hmm. Except With there's no inheritance exactly there. exactly the same line as, as was used by Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Killmonger yeah. in also, isn't that, isn't that the dude who's playing Kang? I think so. I he think is so. jacked. He is Jack. He's enormous. I was like, damn. I was like, I'm pretty sure that is the dude who's playing, or he, uh, the one, the one, or, uh, what was his, what was his name in Loki? Uh, the, the one who remains, he uh, who remains. Yeah. Yeah. He who remains. So he, I think that's the guy who played he who remains and will be playing, uh, Kang in the MCU. I was like, holy crap. I was like, this dude is enormous. I was like, I thought he was just sort of normal in shape. And like you see this, I was like, did he get enormous for this movie, or was he always this jacked? And like I'm, now, I want to confirm this because I don't want to seem racist by thinking all black guys look alike. I hear googling happening. Yeah, you racist. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually mean to bring up. Why did they go to YouTube? I went to fucking Google. I don't know. Oh, I brought up the trailer. I didn't mean to. I was trying to click on the actual thing here. Oh. Uh, hey, it's Ryan Coogler. So that's why it's Black Panther all over again. 
It's Ryan, it's a Ryan Coogler movie. That makes sense. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, hold on. I want to see the cast. Jonathan Majors. It is him. That's what I thought. I was like, I thought it was Jonathan Majors. That's crazy. Yep. That is crazy. So it is him. And he is ridiculously jacked. Like, Michael B. Jordan is still roughly in the same shape as always. But I assume there will be a, a montage where he gets way more jacked. Because that's what happens in every Rocky type movie. Well, of course. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of funny is that uh, Jonathan Majors does have sort of a boxer's nose. He does have like that nose that's just like kind of really swollen, like it's been broken a few times. So, interesting. I don't know. I'm, I I like the Creed movies. I think they're actually really well done. Um, even for just basically soft retellings of Rocky, even though Rocky's involved. I haven't watched them yet. Oh, they're good. They're real good. Because Rock, Rocky basically takes the Mickey role. So oh, okay. and and of course he's getting older, you know he's not in the in the life anymore. And it is these are proper sequels, you yeah. know. I don't know if the old Rocky movie technically or uh, what was it, Balboa the Balboa movie. I don't think it's technically yeah. canon, but I don't know. But the Creed movies are definitely directly canon. Hmm. They're good. They're actually really good, and they're directed and written by by uh, Stallone as well. So it's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. right. The other thing I wanted to mention, too. Oh. While I've been gone, I lost 40 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Did you grow any hair back? No. Damn. I know. I was hoping. Yeah. But that's good. That's real good. Yeah, we're all yeah. going to lose weight next year. While we're, while we're on the subject of, you know working out and you know boxing and creed and yeah is it just from is it just from the physicality of the job um yeah a little bit personally yeah so but you know just watching what i eat on top of that too yeah we're we're gonna start on that too because vacation obviously we ate like like shit uh so uh we're we're trying to do better we have not eaten out like all week like we said like look like one money wise because, you know, come back from vacation, spend a buttload of money. But it's like, yeah. look, we're not going to eat out. No going to get coffee. Like, the only, the very rare thing was, like, getting a couple of Cokes. You know, oh, yeah. and that's it. But not getting, like, full-on, you know, $30 fast food meals, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we realize, like, because fast food, while still convenient, the money is ridiculous at this point. It you is, know? isn't it? It used to be, like, eight, like uh, say, for Sonic, for instance. I used to go mm-hmm. get the, the number two, which is our Supersonic, with a right. lar- large drink, large tots, was, like, nine bucks. Now it's wow. borderline 12. You know? Exactly. At least the size hasn't changed, but... Or I'm yeah. sure there's some shrinkflation going on with their uh, with their cup sizes of things. But mm-hmm. um, the quality hasn't necessarily gone down, but the cost has significantly gone up. So for two of us of to eat roughly the same at Sonic is over 20, you know, when it used to be like 16 on a wow. tip. So, you know, Chick-fil-A, same thing, you know, except Chick-fil-A definitely is suffering from uh, some shrinkflation. Their, their sandwiches have gotten smaller. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we realized like, look, we're eating out a lot. We're eating big portions when we do eat. So we're, we're working on that. Yeah. Um, and trying to cut out a lot of the other nonsense, like uh, a lot of heavy sugary treats and stuff like that. You know, we have real, that's our, that's our biggest weakness. Um, oh yeah. And, uh, no, it, 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 I'll be honest. It used to be mine too. Yeah. You know, getting, getting the occasional, I don't know, chocolate bar, whatever, you know, yeah. and, and then you realize occasional is like four times a week. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, we're almost yeah, we're almost every day, right? Every time you, you know? go to the store and you find an excuse exactly. to go to the store and, and then you you're know, buying it every day. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the point, you know, where you're trying to look for an excuse to go to the store to get a snack or something like yeah. that. Just oh, I need to go do this. Yeah. Uh, while I'm out here, you know. Yeah. And and actually uh she went for a doctor's appointment uh right before we went on vacation and she was down at least via their scales, which you know, not, and I, I don't want to knock any progress. You might actually have, it says yeah. she had lost 16 pounds since her last oh, good. appointment, but the weird thing, like their scale has been ridiculously off before. So, oh, really? and I don't want to downplay anything, but like, it's been like several pounds off before, like uh. no, noticeable pounds off. So I, I hope she has legitimately lost that weight. The hard yeah, part yeah. when you're bigger is like actually seeing any progress, you yeah. know, you know, you have to get oh, because I mean, because I mean, like myself at work, like when I started out, I was like, you know, literally 320 pounds, mm. right? My back would hurt, especially my Achilles tendon would hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, not, not really. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Much, you know, hardly, hardly at all, which is great because mm. I, I, I like not being in pain. Huh. <laughs> so, That's weird. How, weird. I know, How weird right? of you, Mike. Heaven forbid that, you like, know, that I don't want to be right. in pain. So speaking of back pain, I don't think we've recorded since this happened. Did have I have I talked about the the car accident at work? Yeah, yeah. But I mean like on the mic. I've I put it in the chat, but I don't think we've talked about it on air. Because I don't think we've recorded since it happened. Hmm. So yeah, speaking of back pain. Yeah. Uh, the week before we went on vacation, I was rear ended at work. Oh, um, oh, you know what it was? Is I talked about it in the chat of a, one of our things going live, but right. I don't believe I've actually talked about it on the podcast itself. Ah. So yeah, no, my back was uh, even though it was a really low speed crash. Right. Um, I mean, like really low, but like it's enough to have just like it, it, I was fine that day, but the next day and the day after that, it was hurting pretty bad. Um, I wasn't like immobile or anything else like that. And I'm used to back pain, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, it, it took a few days to really go away. I took a Celebrex or two from the wife, uh, just to try to help with any swelling and stuff. And then we went to a Renaissance and it was actually not bad, Hmm. but I did notice, uh, this is a new, new slash old symptom is that in my left, not left, right thigh, if I stand for too long, it just goes on fire. Yep. Like it just yep. feels like, and, um, that's a, something Welcome I had to old age. Shit. It's not even old age it's injuries. <laughs> um, and also it's, no, I, I, I get the same thing too. in my, in my hip. Yeah. Um, hip. Yep. and like, I'm used to sciatic pain. That's one thing, but right. this is different. This is down the front of my thigh. And the only time that's mm-hmm. happened is when I had shingles. Cause that was the nerve cluster that got affected when I had shingles. Right. Um, so every time I feel that pain, I, I immediately check. I was like, tell me it's not coming back. Because usually right. it'll, I say usually, but that's not necessarily true, but it'll re-inflame where it happened before. Um, and luckily, when I had shingles, I caught it very quickly, like the day it happened. So, like, it never got a chance to spread wide. But it was that nerve cluster along my hip and my leg right there. So, wow. if I, I think if I have any issues with inflammation, it's going to start there. So, But it's always like because we went for a walk and we walked all day around the renaissance and it wasn't that bad but i stood for 20 minutes to do something and it just like clicked on like a switch i was like what the hell 
It wasn't like a gradual thing. It was like literally almost like something got pinched or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it just bam. It yeah. Just hit you. yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And uh, I was fine until we went to well, <sighs> bless somebody. <laughs> um, Ooh, bless <laughs> that was, yeah, that was 100% on, on record. That's funny. Um, but I went, she says, we, thank you. Yes. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, we did one of those 4D movie ride things. Yeah. You know, and I'd never really done one. We've done the advanced 3D, but not 4D where the things move and spray you and shit. And yeah. like two minutes into that, and it was like being in a damn car accident again. And I, I See, was I was hurting. Give it a couple uh, more podcasts, and we'll be talking about geriatrics and, uh, you know, sciatica. And um, we do that anyways. And stuff like that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to have to change our name to the Grumpy Old Men Podcast Hour. I'm pretty sure that exists already in like 17 other forms. Maybe. But Mike, I'm Mike. going to soon break out the plum juice. So no. There we go. No, don't need the prune. <laughs> no prune juice needed around here. Oh, Clearly, I poop too much. I just have to drink a quarter of this prune juice. I got a big I'm, giant turtle uh, head poking out. I'm already too regular, out. Mike. I'm too regular as it is. That's what the wifey tells me. Um, oh my god! Poop talk. Poop talk. I'll be here <laughs> on the now you made it awkward podcast just to well, make start Rob uncomfortable. Brown-eyed girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Well, Jessica's got brown you eyes. Brown girl. I mean, I mean, that is always said. It's uh, like my eyes are so brown because I'm so full of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's why. I, that's why my eyes are gold. Oh, uh, they're not. They're actually hazel. I don't know what that means. Um, can't, can't. either way. So we've caught up with Mike, and I guess we've got a little bit of time left here. Uh, got some catching up to do with Rob. Oh yes, Rob. Yes. Tell, tell us why. Tell us why you posted that weird link in our chat. Yes, Rob. Do tell. Okay. Us. So, so the past week is the past week. I have not actually had any time to really watch any media, do anything in particular that was of interest, just because work has just been crazy town. Yeah, you were telling but us about how crazy. I did work was. take off. I did. T- we did take off Thursday and Friday because the kids were out of school and. We found my wife uh, has a penchant for finding really good Airbnbs. And we were like, well, where do we want to go? So we decided we were going to go back to Cape Henelopen, which is in Delaware. It's on the kind of on the the border between um, between Maryland to to that to the to that area of Delaware. Um, Cape Henelopen is actually really nice. It's a really hmm. it's, it's got a lot of different beaches. It's that kind of um you mean like a the, cape the main strip have? is kind of that that touristy type attraction deal but at the same time if you don't want to do that you don't have to do that mm-hmm. right um so what we ended up doing um friday because we got in thursday we just kind of chilled friday we decided well because it was my son's birthday uh we celebrated his birthday first thing Happy and birthday. um yeah, it was quite nice. Um, and I'll talk more about that in a minute because we did something the week prior too. Um, but we decided on Friday we were going to like get onto the ferry because there's a ferry that goes from Cape Penelope, which is that part of Delaware, and goes all the way to Cape May, which is in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And the ferry is about an hour and a half ride each way. And we looked at the time and we looked at everything. And we're like, you know what? let's just go for the ferry for a round trip and just do it, you know? Yeah. So we get onto the ferry, we take it for a nice long trip all the way around. 
very nice, very good scenery. Weather was fantastic. Um, but the first, there's two interesting stories. The first happened on the ferry. This lady gets on the boat. She is in full Victorian dress. I'm talking head to toe. She's probably in her mid fifties. She, she, but she is in full Victorian dress. She said she takes a selfie while we're cruising and then sits in the chair seats behind us. And I'm like, okay, I got to know this lady's story. So I turn around, I'm like, listen, we absolutely love your, your outfit. What's the deal? And she goes, oh, I'm going over to Cape May for the Sherlock Holmes weekend, where apparently they have this whole thing that is a Sherlock Holmes whodunit hmm. that it starts on Friday, goes to Saturday, and goes to Sunday, where during each day for X period of time, the people that want to participate can participate and they get clues. And it's generally like a, a giant, like real life mystery. And you try to solve it. And this lady was apparently everybody dresses up. They all get into their Sir Conan Doyle era garments mm -hmm. and they do it up. I was like, that is absolutely fantastic. See, my wife would love that. That sounds awesome. However, my son, on the other hand, said, who, again, happy birthday to him. Yeah. Said, um, did we suddenly how, somehow get onto the Titanic? <laughs> oh, no. Sounds good. Yep. <laughs> so, so that was the that first of my. Are we going to die now? That, right, right. And I had to explain, no, you're on the wrong boat, son. That's not how this works. That's another fairy, son. That is, right. that is pretty damn hilarious. <laughs> the second story, which also happens to be my son, happened right. yesterday. And so, of course, we decided we were going to make it a beach day because the weather was actually decent enough to be able to go to the beach and not, like, you're not getting into the water because it's still too cold. It's, you know, in the, in the, in, in the very low 70s. Right. But at the same time, you can sit on the beach and it's sunny. It's nice. Sure. So we go to the beach and we took, uh, we decided because it was only like $10 to take a, a rock hunting tour on the beach. And there you get, there's a, a guide who shows you the beach and shows you some of the rocks and actually will identify something, some of the rocks that you find, whether or not it's quartz or whatever the case might be. Right. Um, so we did that. Right. And then we decided to stay at that part of the beach and my we noticed that there's a family and they are digging for clams and especially in that part of delaware and where we're at clams are kind of a big thing there's a in you know as as you may or may not be aware most of the time when you reach the northeast anything basically north of virginia yeah. you're going to start seeing crab you're going to start seeing clam you're going to start, start seeing a lot more seafood signs sure oh yeah yeah I, I i lived in new brunswick so yeah you i mean you definitely do yeah yeah so there was some family there was a family and they were basically digging for clams digging you know digging for for what they could find Mm -hmm. um my son and my wife go out onto the because it's low tide they're going out there and they're looking and they're looking at all the at all the shellfish and all you know everything that's out there and they notice some clams and they are kind of longish type clams 
Yep. And all of a sudden something comes out and mm-hmm. I hear them screaming as I'm from the shore. My daughter and I hear them because ah! my son's like, you know, really shocked. And they're like, it's a clam. Apparently there are these clams that are zebra clams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these things are basically tube like clams with heads that come out. And of course, my wife being my wife goes, comes to me and says, we saw these clams and one, the couple of them poked their heads out and they look like small, tiny penises. Yep. Yeah. And so then my son, who is again, playing by the shore, decides to come over and tell his sister all about it. Hey, mom said there's clams over there and they look like penises. <laughs> At top <laughs> volume. Of course. He's excited and too. Of course, there are multiple people that are walking by, and this one lady literally just starts snort laughing. Yeah. I, Puts I'll... her hand up and goes, Yep, been there, done that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man. It's a hundred percent true. Oh, so, the wonderment of a child. However, the wonderment of a child indeed. <laughs> But you sent us a link for razor clams. Or these are razor clams. Sorry, zebra clams. These are razor clams. So that's what they look like. And the heads are, the heads come out. And yes, they are razor clams. They're interesting because they're This is something that is safe for work to look up. Um, They are actual clams. They are actual shellfish. And apparently, they are apparently good in stew. Yes. Which kind of blows my mind. And I'm I'm good. Really. Thank you. I'm good. No, I don't want. So, I don't. Now, razor clams sound horrendous, like they're going to hurt you. There is a right. ty- there is a type of clam that does have kind of a serrated shell, which I think that's where a lot of people think that's what a razor clam is. Uh, but it's actually the Pacific razor clams that yeah. are very. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, phallic. Um, yeah. <laughs> but also yeah. uh, gooey ducks as well. Uh, Go ahead and do yourself a favor and uh, go look up what a gooey duck is and then watch all of the funny videos about them, about people who discover them. Um, also, it's not spelled the way you think it is. Uh, so just also have fun it's attempting not. to spell gooey duck properly. And they're um, big. And they are really big um, yeah. in, cons- in consideration. Um, yeah, the so- razor clam thing was pretty funny because <clears throat> later on my wife's talking about how there was she saw another woman who was also digging for clams right and um of course that made me uh guffaw like a five-year-old because i'm like oh so she was digging up penis-shaped clams with her she was clamming for clams and uh my wife was like please stop yeah yeah so you know what's funny though i actually worn out that pun yeah so so slightly what's really strange and and um because growing up, we had a pond in the backyard. We dug it out, you know, and, you know, something like 30 by 30 by 15, you know, pond, you know, deep end was like 20, shallow end was like six feet, something like that. And right. we somehow had wild clams out there. No, really? no idea where they came from. But like we'd see that the raccoons would fish them out of the shallow end and they would smash them open and eat them on the on the shore of our pond. Yeah. So oh, there's... yeah, raccoons love clams. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, but we're like, you know, uh, southeast Texas, middle of the yeah. woods. How the fuck are there clams just in the dirt? Like, where the hell did they come from? Like, now there's there's uh, one, what we would think, it's we found a pond in the middle of the woods, 
right right on the property next to ours, but a real small, like super small pond, like hmm. you know, little more than a good swimming pool, you know. Right. And we don't know if that was man-made. It looked a little rougher, you know, had some more natural curves to it. So maybe they somehow existed from there, and then during some of the big floods, they migrated over um, because a lot of wildlife migrated over. So uh, back in 94, we had a really bad flood uh, in our area, but like not like Hurricane Harvey flood, but enough, you know, to basically our backyard was nothing but water, like yeah. like inches deep water. And I went, uh, I went out there walking around with a stick raincoat and rain boots you know and i literally saw fish swimming above the grass you know and mm. uh turtles definitely would go back and forth between all the ponds so maybe there what maybe that was a natural pond and somehow clams came about there but like it was weird because i was looking through some of these uh, images of razor clams and zebra clams and i was like those look like the fucking clams that came out of my pond growing up and it's like, yeah, you know, because you really don't think of clams and somehow migration, especially when you're pretty landlocked. Yeah, but you got to think at some point, a so, lot of these areas were underwater to begin with. Because obviously they do not just sprout legs and, hmm, I'm thinking about maybe, you know, going over there. No, <laughs> so, and, it, and it is weird to watch them swim, quote unquote. It is. Like, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, because, uh, well, certain clams, you also, if you, if you see them open up a little bit and they have all those eyes along the edge, it's really freaking creepy. Yeah, scallops do that too. Yeah. Um, well, I guess all of them technically do. Um, but they don't all look like, uh, you know, big old penises coming out, generally speaking. No. Not all of them, but many of those species. Especially do. when they use that to breathe. Yes. <laughs> it's just a snorkel. It's fine. It like so yeah, so Snuffleupagus was a clam that's without right. a shell. Hey, Snuffy! No, and that's only that's the only reason why Big Bird could see him. Also, okay, okay right. randomly, I never realized as a kid that Snuffleupagus was imaginary. Did anyone else know that growing up? I like no, I, I knew mean, that. I know everybody said he was imaginary, but it's like, well, pff, Big Bird sees him. Um, then he's not. He just leaves very conveniently before anybody else comes around. He just magically disappears like like some kind of... Uh, yeah, he death, just takes like, off. So he's like, oh, maybe Snuffleupagus was just his death god. However, I thought, you know what? On top of that, he's pretty hairy. He's a mammoth. and that's But he had no tusks. Birds. True. And he had a long he's, tail. He's more than... Yeah, that, you know, explain the long tail part. But he was has, actually... He he's, was not like an he's not an elephant. He's a Snuffleupagus, which is literally his species. classification. So it's like a it's dinosaur elephant. He's an imaginary go. snuffle creature. Right up there right up there with uh, Cookie Monster's real name being Sid, which... What? Apparent, yes, uh, there was an article that that has resurfaced where apparently somebody uh, apparently... Cookie Monster uh, has had a done a, a had a Twitter or not Twitter, but a, a quick, I guess, either Twitter or um, TikTok video where he's like, "My real name is Sid." Go figure. Huh. But apparently, that was revealed back in 20, 2016, 2015, and yep. nobody caught wind of that. Yeah, uh, see, fun, anything after two thousand, I really don't. Funkidslive.com. Cookie. What is Cookie Monster's real name? 
His real name is Sid. Sid was given the nickname wow. Cookie Monster when he ate his very first cookie and is stuck ever since. That's weird, considering how nobody really knew. So right. what, the original episode? Maybe he was introduced as Sid. Sid. Okay. <laughs> so. That's fucking weird. That is weird. Uh, okay, okay. No. This whole... This whole... <laughs> I, I, Why are we talking about Sesame Street? I, I'm I'm done with this Mandela effect nonsense. Um, no, Cookie Monster's name is not Sid. That's just the way it is in this fucking dimension. I want to go exactly. back to our home dimension. <laughs> I'm tired of this fucking nonsense. Yeah. I'm so tired of this, baby. Oh my god, baby. Just like Bert and Ernie are not gay. Yes, they are. No, stop. No, they always were. No, they were yes. just roommates. They were best friends. Uh-huh. What do you just think? What back. do you think he was doing with that ducky? When the let's not was... ruin childhood. There's no, there's no reason to not say they were gay. No, whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, my my mother's in law aren't gay either. They're just roommates. Yeah, yeah, and all, all the rainbow stuff. That's just a coincidence. They just yeah, they just love exactly. colors. So because they're yeah. artists, right? Hold on. I'm trying to summon the wife. Snap your fingers, see how that goes. But no, I was trying to make a joke about Snuffleupagus technically being a death god. Yeah, I was was trying to say that Snuffleupagus was actually a death god and that Big Bird had a death note hidden in the back. (laughs) He just didn't know how to use it because he couldn't read or write. Snuffy, you will exact my revenge. Yeah, it's like he had the, he had the death note, so I know he could who see Mister Hooper. Yeah, so he could see Snuffy. He just didn't know what he was, and he couldn't it read was, or write. Okay, hold it on. Was Gordon, I, I have a question for you. God, hold on, baby. Hold on. Oh man, did you do you know that Cookie Monster has a real name? Okay, you've never heard this? No. Apparently, Cookie Monster has a real name. No, his name is Sid. The fact that he went nuts on cookies just made people call him Cookie Monster, but his actual name is Sid. I wonder why Sid. Does that break your mar- break your brain? It's not surprising, but I didn't know that. I mean, it's been what Sesame Street's been on the air for what fifty years? Yeah, yeah, fifty years. Something like that, and nobody up until now has realized that Cookie Monster had a real name, and nobody spoke up. I think up. somebody probably just makes this up and puts it out there, expecting everybody to just believe it, just because. That's it. I just wanted to see if you knew that. Yeah, mind blowing information. <laughs> yeah. This is nuts. Yeah, this segment of segment of Dormammu is blowing your mind. Brought to you by. Yeah, Dormammu. Dormammu. Is here. Brought you by. <laughs> okay. And the number two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't hear any of that because she was talking. I'll hear it in the edit. Just as well. Yes. God, I hate it when I can't hear what you fucks are saying. Um. Okay. So, uh, this, how much more time you got, Robert? You got to go. I know. She I do need to go. Unfortunately. Okay. That's why I was checking. All right. So we'll just go ahead and wrap up there because this is a getting back to it episode, as it were. Uh, we should yeah. have another episode f- recording with Ricky tomorrow, our time. Obviously, for you guys, there will be a gap. But uh, we do have to catch up on TV shows and stuff like that. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to let Mike rant about all the female-led TV shows that he hates. So uh, just know that uh, Mike hates every show that's currently out. She-Hulk, uh, Lord of the well, Rings. Like, uh, what about, you know, somebody feed Phil? Yeah, all of them. That was good. So he hates all of them. Uh, yeah, but that's not female-led. 
But there are females in it. Yeah, it's not led by them. Like uh, it's not the main character. Phil's not a female. Um, <laughs> if he was, are you, you sure him. he does not? I don't know. Did he identify proper? Either way. So uh, either way. So we will actually the finale of uh, of uh, House of the Dragon is tonight. So we'll be able to hopefully catch up on that tomorrow. Um, I'm looking forward to it because apparently some big shit goes down in this particular episode. So we'll be able to talk about it. Hopefully, uh, next go around, get back into the swing of things properly. Hell, we never even got to talk about all the, uh, the PulseCon reveals and all that kind of nonsense. So it's okay. But, uh, either way, thanks for uh, listening guys. I know we never say that, but thank you for listening and hanging out with us morons. And of course, uh, Mike's, Mike's somewhat, uh, triumphant return. Uh, not really much of a fanfare unless I put it in the edit. Maybe I'll do that just for the fun of it. That's okay. I got to talk about clamping. And what could be better than talking about clam penises near the end of this episode? I'm gonna I'm gonna edit it so the clam penis talk is first. That'll just be an interesting. <laughs> That'll be the teaser. That's acceptable. No, it'll it'll be it'll be Rob's Rob's child exclaiming about the clams with big penises. Um, that'll Today be the teaser on, for the episode. Now you made it awkward. We talk about toys, TV shows, and clam penises. Actually, yeah, which are not really clam penises. Penis. <laughs> actually, there were penis-shaped clams. That's, so, yeah, penis clams, um, which actually sounds like something you would just pick up in a certain type of shop. Either oh, way, you remember the day in the frozen Atlantic North? Well, listen, I mean, I, I personally, my personal take on it is Razor Clam is either the perfect stripper name or um, the worst. Or or a Flintstone utility. Or Flintstone utility. So, you know, yeah. he grabbed the bees outside. You no, know, that's a clam razor. Tail. That's a clam razor. Yeah, well, I was going razor. Wait, what did, what did they use? Saber. Well, you got to have some he, type of creature to, to uh, yeah. do something. He, he took the clam. And you know, reached out uh, the window, grabbed a few bees, and shaved with it. Something about he took the clam. Yeah. And then from <laughs> there, use your imagination. Oh God. That well, clam was a buzzing. I think I know what this episode might be titled. Either way. Uh good buzzing. I don't even know how to do the outro at this point after all the clam talk. Either way, Mike, comic release cr- crusader shit. Uh down below. Yay. Shoki stuff also down below. Dormammu, nothing down below, but you can find him in the chat watching Ricky's shit on Friday nights, generally speaking, probably over at Rome Hatton Project. And of course, uh, subscribe here, please. Subscribe, follow, like, comment. And I didn't get to read the comments. We did have some from our final, from our last episode. Final sounds terrible. Uh, so our last episode, we did have comments. I'll read them on our next episode. So, um, Yay for all that. And if you want to reach out to us via the email, you can do so at nowyoumadeitawkwardmail at gmail.com. I forgot to plug that earlier, but it's in the link down below. So by all means. And Rob, we never did do the hyperlink thing that we talked about the last time we recorded. We need to do that. Oh, very true. Yes, we forgot about that. But as it goes, um, Rob, do you have any more children that have birthdays coming up so we can get more amusing stories? <laughs> no, but I will talk tomorrow. I will talk on the next chat about uh, what we did the week prior, which was the video game truck. Oh, okay. Ooh. So, so there we go. Teasers for next episode. So, guys, uh, we'll check you next time. Bye. Later. Bye. I can't get to the stop button.
I see her rolling up, Uber black Cadillac, high heel boots, and a sexy body full of tack.